Welcome to Cheers to Pop Culture, where we enjoy ourselves some brew and cheers to our love of the pop culture world and talk about the latest news and happenings around the pop culture world. Cheers. Mm-hmm. All right. Who's going oh, to... It's me. It's me. Okay, it's, here we says, go. This is... Doc, no, 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 or, uh, no, 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 it's me. It's me. It's, it's Corny. It's, it's, Corny it's definitely not you, Corny. <laughs> All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome into uh, Dungeons & Dragons Cheers to Pop Culture Adventure. Oh, but wait, this is a one-off. This is yes. uh, a highly anticipated show for us uh, as friends playing D&D. Um, and I'm giving you your title right now, JC. Here it comes. Ready? Okay. Di- Dice Hard. <laughs> <laughs> You want to know what, Devin? That I mean, just... you could just call it Die Hard because technically, you know, die. Uh, yeah, yeah. But That's guess what, fun. Devin? That just made me hard. Oh. <laughs> what I aim to do, buddy. I aim to please. <laughs> All right. Well, as always, uh, with Dungeons and Dragons on Cheers Pop Culture, I am your dungeon master. My name is Devin. And I have with me, as always, on our D&D quest, JC. What up? And Cornhole, who are playing their characters. Cornelius and Rasmus. Yes. Dave, yes. how are you today? How are you? I am fantastic. Good, good. Glad to fantastic. hear it. Okay. Now, so me and me and JC, if you haven't listened to the uh, the Die Hard watch along, which you should go do that, we ramble on about this episode. Oh, yeah, sorry. Before I even get into that, what are we drinking? Grab a brew. Don't cost nothing. I'm just Devin, so excited. Guys, Devin, I'm just so excited. Devin, pull the corny. Welcome yeah, to Corny's I'm life. Just so, corny I'm gets... just so excited. <laughs> apparently, corny. I did open the show, apparently, I did open the show this week. You did. You did. I'm channeling my inner corny. I'm just yes. like so excited. Oh, man. Devin gets excited and forgets the one rule of both of oh, our shows. Oh, man. I was waiting This is what happens I when like... I don't pull a corny and I don't I, put it in I, my rundown. I was, I know, I was waiting. I was like, oh, he's going to get into it. I literally just lifted up my can and started pointing it into the camera. Oh, man. And unlike Corny's night, Notice right away. Yes. <laughs> that would have been really embarrassing if I'm just pointing at my can of beer. For an hour. <laughs> Rolling his virtual dice, still pointing at the beer. Uh, yes. Uh, well, I'm drinking a Great Notion uh, Baby Ripe. It's a, it's a fantastic part of the Ripe uh, series of um, hazy IPAs from them. Uh, Devin, what are you drinking? I am drinking Hub Abominable Winter Ale. Oh, so good! One of my favorite winter ales. Yep, I'm not a big. Yep, I'm not a big winter seasonal fan, but that is by far one of my favorites. It's so good. Uh, Yeah, yeah, it's it's especially the the Kentucky Christmas one. Uh, I still have that saved for Christmas, buddy. Yep, same. I got I got one from like two or three years ago, just aging it to perfection. Uh, Corny, what are you drinking over there, buddy? I am a drinking a Tricera Hops Double IPA from Nakasi Brewing. Add a kid, getting Bro, after it. Roll back and getting after it. Yeah. And again, once again, back-to-back recording episodes. Corny, only one supporting the cause. Devin and myself, not supporting the cause. Very Love true, it. very true. I, All right. I got it. Well, it's been a very positive cornhole day. Let it is. It has. I'm, it has. I'm, dig, I'm digging it. Yes. Not, I don't get very many of these. Courtney's so. on a high. Courtney's on a high, which means he's going to get kicked off a building here shortly. I guarantee that. <laughs> um, all right, Devin. Well, before 
we kind of get into, um, or th- we could make this a part of what we're doing here. Um, I want you, because this will, uh, I haven't decided when this will come out in uh, with the watch along, but because this is something we get into in the watch along. Now, can you tell for Corey? Drop it four because then you can they can hear kind of like the behind the scenes. Okay, yeah, I'm 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 down with that. Um, but if if you can enlighten Corny because we did not inform Corny of this, um, can you enlighten him and the listeners to what time frame um, this is in our uh, overarching D and D quest? Right. So this was a conversation that we had uh, on the watch along, and I was like, well, where what was because we little peek behind the curtain here with D and D, we pre-record. Uh, yeah. And we release them periodically. So where we are in real life is not where we are in the D&D world on the Cheers to Pop Culture world. So I had to go back, listen, find out where we are. So we are at the point where Rasmorn has whisked us away from the capital city. And we are escaping to J- uh, Raz- uh, no, sorry, Clamps. Clamps. Home. Yep. yep. Um, and we are on the back of Rasmorn, which... Is perfect. It's a perfect segue, but I'll get there. We're not there yet. Um, but if there's, do you guys have anything to add before I kind of jump in? Because that's where yeah. we're at. Not we're ready. getting whisked away from the capital city. Um, the three of us, Cornelius, Clamp, and Pierre, are all just kind of winding down from escaping possible death. I'm I'm ready. Nope. I'm I I, I am ready. So yeah. So because that this is something we talked about where. We have two episodes of D&D in the can um, that will not get released till later. So we didn't want this to take place after that because this will be coming out before that. Right. So Devin and I had to think of, all right, well, where are we at? We're on part five. So let's go back and let's tie it in. So basically how we're going to do it is we're going to, this takes place after um, part five and before part six. And we'll kind of bridge the two episodes together, um, which we didn't really mean to do, but would make more sense uh, for the listeners. Yeah. 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 So, so this will be um, something that past us uh, won't really know we're doing when we eventually drop uh, part six and seven. Um, But yeah, it it makes the most sense. Don't worry. I, I, uh, ex machinata, the best I heard for corny. Okay. (laughs) Cause I know that's his favorite thing to do. I, I do appreciate a good ex machina. So I believe... Or, or they survive this. Right. I believe at the end of the episode, we finally shot down Dogrith enough where he backed off and we are whisking ourselves away. So now, um, we're on the back of Rasmorn and she turns to look at the three of us and she says, it's going to take quite a while to get to Dracoberry Bay if you guys want to take arrest by all means it's not very exciting i will keep us away from danger so pierre without a moment's notice just wraps his cloak on himself and rolls over and says good night and he is out cold now clamp in and cornelius is there anything you'd like to do before taking a load off um no i am i'll just i'll just lay down also and just 
relax and all seven foot seven of you i'm sure that would be <laughs> yes <laughs> i'll spread out how about that i just i'm gonna i'm gonna yeah, go. i'm gonna man spread all over the back of 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 my girl because as we all know we're flying on top of my girl it's true it's true. She yeah. loves it when you. She loves it when you call her yes. that too. Yes, huge fan, huge fan. Well, I will also um, take myself a little siesta on the back of Rasborn. Perfect. Well, uh, as our, our our boys all take a, a fun time into Dreamland, our story does not end. We fade in to Clampett Cornelius asleep, but awakening. But they are no longer on a dragon. They are in what looks to be a, a motel room, basically, where they're on sleeping on separate twin beds. Um, yeah, and, and you hear a, a, a slight buzzing around you. Um, what would you guys like to do? Would you like to go investigate where you are? <laughs> yes, yes, can, please. Can I? Yeah, can we roll? Do we need to roll a um, perception check? That is music to my ears. Please roll me a perception check. That's uh, D20, correct? It is. Look at me learning and stuff. I got a one. Oh, cool. So Cornelius rubs his eyes and, and looks around and he goes, Wait, <laughs> I thought you were supposed to be in my bed <laughs> to claim. Ah. So well, now, Clay, <laughs> would you like to roll a perception check as well? Yes. Yes, I would. 15. There you go. Right, now, remind me, do you have a bonus to yours? Do you have your Ooh, character sheet? I do not have my character sheet up because I came unprepared. Ooh, uh, rookie mistake, son. Let me pull it up. I don't think you have a... Um, perception. Where are we at? Where are you at? No, mm. you do not. No, I do not. Okay, but I think you get a plus two, so it's 17. Okay, yep. great. Um, it is basically a motel room, but the buzzing you recognize from uh, back home, they're called Zeppelins. Uh, you see a window in the side of the room, and you are in the air, very clearly in the air, um, flying over what looks to be a moonlit ocean. Okay. And again, Cornelius is next to you, um, very confused about what is going on with his life. Um, me and my one, me and my one perception. <laughs> <laughs> what is I mean, the next? What is I the mean, next step, please? What is the next step? So we're on. So we're on a zeppelin. You are on what Clint believes to be a zeppelin. Yes, mm -hmm. okay. so flying through the air over an I, ocean. I, I say we exit the room that we are in and investigate more throughout this zeppelin yeah i would i would i would agree with that let's do that okay so you guys walk out and it's a very clear where you know where you're supposed to walk uh you can smell the seawater you go walking that way and yes you are on basically what is a normal seafaring wooden ship but when you look up there's a giant blimp like balloon think like the hindenburg a giant oh, uh, well, let's uh, hope yeah. it uh, turn out a little bit better. better, 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 better. <laughs> I mean, I hope so. I mean, the day's not over yet. Um, you are a fire-breathing dragon, so maybe this is, this is maybe that's how the Hindenburg actually went down. Fire-breathing dragon. Hey, there we go. Clamp. I knocked yep. it down. 
Yeah. Hey, hold on. Okay, yeah. hold on. Hold on. Time out. Time out. Corny, you just gave me a fantastic idea for future um, D&D episodes similar to this. We do, um, Corny won't get this, but Devin will, um, a Loki style um like a like a, a random we can call it like a half episode so like this one i mean if we really wanted to uh 5.5 uh, and then later on we do like 10.5 or whatever sure. and we do like famous just moments in history and Ooh, we and time traveling we, we put our characters in there kind of like how we think the loki series um is going to be because we see him being um who, who's the guy that dives out of the, the plane full of money um Fuck, fuck, and we—they they never like, found him. I have no money. idea, dude. I have no idea. Oh, um, DB Cooper we talked about. Yeah, DB Cooper. Oh, we think okay. we think we think Loki's taking DB Cooper's place uh, in in that trailer we saw. Uh, so so yeah, like something like that where we just do like they're on the Titanic. You know, they're on just famous moments in history. Like if we want to get dark, uh, World War Two, Vietnam, like nine eleven. Yeah, like that would be that. That's a fantastic idea. So, like, jot that down somewhere, Devin, in your D and D notes. Just like random times where maybe we want to do an episode, but not Devin. You're not quite ready for a real episode. We do, we do time travel episodes. Just like a change of pace, like something yeah, fun. And we could even play like different characters too. Like, yeah, that'd to. be a lot of fun. Yeah, it'd be a good way to like for us to get out of our normal characters. I 100 percent agree. Okay, back to what we were doing. Uh, you are on the Zeppelin. You are on the main deck uh, out front. It is clearly uh, freshly nighttime, um, but you see in the distance um, a village with a bunch of illuminated uh, buildings, like with their little lanterns. Um, and you see in this small village a, a giant building that dominates the skyline, a uh, huge gray stone building, um, rectangular in shape but it is by far the biggest building like 30 34 stories high not okay. to not to get super exact here but yeah sure. you see a giant giant building um and you hear the conductor say that we are about to make our descent into tinseltown Ooh, like it Ooh, i like so, it now what would you like to do on the ship while we descend I would love to find um, a place to eat. I'm after you know I need a little bit of a midnight snack. I'm I'm kind of a late eater, so Cornelius is craving some 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 mouth pleasures. Oh, there we go, tying it all together. Cornelius, fucking love but, it. But the big old bow on it, if you will. Yes. Um, um, so I am hungry. Let's find some food. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. Well, I'll, so so I will follow Cornelius. Do you, do you ask somebody or do you just go looking? I go in, in typical corny fashion. I stumble Peanuts. my way and barge yes. my way to the to where I need to go. Cornell, don't ask to know directions. Great. So you you're gonna go back into the ship. Uh, go ahead and roll a. I'm gonna make you roll for it because I think you are going off on a tangent. Hold on. Roll a. Sir, nope. Investigation for me. Still my D20, right? D20 plus whatever your intelligence is. I don't know if you have... Uh, I have a plus I have a plus three of intelligence. Perfect. Investigation. Plus yep. three. Is that checked off? Investigation? Yes. 
Cool. So, so you have plus five. I got a natural 19. So plus five would be 24. 24. Perfect. Okay. With a sixth sense, Cornelius walks directly back into uh, where your hotel rooms are, but he struts right past all the rooms and finds the giant restaurant slash bar. And, and the sign above says Sky Mall. Um, okay, Cornelius, what would you like to do at this uh, restaurant an, bar? By the way, that's another nice Bruce Willis reference there, right? <laughs> there you go. Very perceptive, Cornelius. <laughs> I'm on a roll this week, boys. Um, let's go up to the... Uh, uh, is this a, um, a buffet-style, or is this a sit-and-eat? <laughs> It's it's buffet it's buffet style it's all inclusive so you just Great. there's there's food all assort uh, assortments of food laying out drinks um, and little little low on inventory but they're they're still there because it's the end of the then day. I not I not only grab one plate but in typical overdoing it Cornelius fashion I grab two plates and I have both draped across one arm so I can still use my other arm to tong food onto these plates <laughs> and I begin to help myself to the cornucopia of food available at this sky mall. All right, clamp. Uh, what about you? Uh, I will not be as, as brazen as, as corny, uh, will be with, with his food and I'll just grab a plate and just throw a, a, a handful of miscellaneous items on there. I'm not super hungry at the moment. Great. Okay. Uh, where are we eating this, uh, this great meal? I will happily eat it in front of the, the, uh, buffet hall in, in, in the buffet area mm -hmm. with all the with all the tables. Yes. Okay, so you you sit and you eat and and Clamp kind of just hangs out and enjoys your company. It sounds like, uh, and you do feel the Zeppelin descending. Um, eventually, you feel a a large jolt um, of the Zeppelin getting caught by something. So, uh, Cornelius, how was your how was your meal? Oh, it was 10 out of 10. Would eat again. Great. Now, the, the, there seems to be a crowd of people rushing past, not rushing, but they're moving past you to um, de-Zeppelin de <laughs> the craft. Okay? Um, would you like to de-Zeppelin the craft along with the crowd as well? I, I would like to de-Zeppelin the craft. <laughs> okay, great. Um, you guys walk down. Uh, walk out to the main deck. You walk down the stairs. You get to the tarmac. Uh, yes, there is a concrete tarmac, um, and you see this, you know, little thatched roof building where you would assume, you know, you got to go get your stuff. But uh, you guys already have all of your inventory. Let me just, by the way, preface that you have your inventory with you. All good. Yep. Okay. So. You guys going into the building? Or are we exploring the blank canvas of the concrete tarmac? <laughs> can we do Can we do a uh, perception check on to see if there's anything else that we might Absolutely. need to decide? Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm very inquisitive. This podcast. Oh, you're good. Clamp, go ahead and roll I, one. Two. Seventeen. I rolled, I rolled a nine. Cool. So the the giant building that you saw dominating the, the skyline is at the forefront now when you step off the Zeppelin. Uh, you see it very much closer. It is way taller when you're on the ground. Um, and there's lights 
illuminating the building so that it's even more pronounced. Uh, lights as in candles. This is D&D after all. Uh, candles and lanterns. Um, and a giant sign is across the building that says Naga Oni Corporation. But you also see that there is no other way off the tarmac other than going through the building. They kind of funnel okay. you through there. Then let's go through the building. All right. Like I said, you guys already have all your inventory, so you guys did not uh, check your bags, as it were. Um, you see a, 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 a gnome. Okay, You, you see a, a darker-skinned gnome who is very, very uh, confused, uh, try, uh, he's frantically searching around, uh, and he's holding a sign. The sign says Cornelius Cobb and Clamp Rasmorn on it. All right. I, w I would like to investigate why this man has our names on a sign, Clamp. Yeah, and I... It could be It could be a trap, but it also could be a relative of yours, Cornelius, because we all know... Uh, Famously, you are a part gnome. So <laughs> let's go see if it's one of your long lost uh, cousins or brethren or whatever. No. Uh, <laughs> fine. Let's go up to my non relative gnome friend and investigate. He, he looks, uh, you guys, let's be fair, you stand out in a crowd. Uh, yeah. Clamp is enormous, and, and Cornelius is. Still also very tall, but also very um, distinct when walking through a crowd. Um, when you're a killing machine of that capacity, it just radiates Man. from you. Man, when you, when you one shot <laughs> when you one shot cougars, your your um, your your uh, famousness just flows through the crowd. Uh, you you walk up to this fella, and and he has, you know, a, a typical like. A limo driver, uh, you know, kind of outfit on. He's got a nice little little uh, formal suit going on. He has a nice little hat. Says Naga Oni Corporation across the top. And he looks at the two of you and asks, "Are you two, Cornelius and Clamp? You look like who I'm supposed to pick up." We are them, sir. How are you today? Great, great. I'm good. I'm good. My name's Patches. Uh, uh, I'm supposed to uh, uh, take you, you know, to to the Naga Oni building. Oh, well, uh, I wasn't expecting a uh, concierge, but we will gladly uh, take you up on your ride. Oh, very funny, sir. You knew that, that, that I was here. That's very funny. Okay, this way. And he walks out and, and leads you to the largest horse-drawn wagon you've ever seen in your entire life. <laughs> uh, how many horses? Like, how many horses? We uh, how many horses? Yeah. It, it is. It is fourteen horses deep. Yes. Okay, is, so. it a, is it? Are these horses stretched? Is it? <laughs> yeah, the, the, the horses are stretched. No, actually, it's it's not fourteen. It's fifteen. And the one on the front has this weird red paint on his nose. Um, and the and the carriage behind is is also elaborate. It is. It's about. 50 feet long, I'd say. It's it's a pretty sizable carriage. You also notice there's no one in it. It's just you two for this giant, giant wagon. And Patches says, Pat, says to you, okay, guys, hop in. That's 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 the one. Well, I immediately, being the socialite that I am, I sit in the front seat. 
because I like a good conversation. <laughs> and I will immediately go to the very back <laughs> of this uh, this carriage and just again man spread all over the back because hey, clamp's well, supposed to be here, baby. Let's be honest, clamp needs more room than Cornelius. So very true. I will I will forego the back seat and ride shotgun. Um, if you will. It's very funny. Clamp, you do notice that there is a weird, uh, like the the opening of a trumpet, like right next to where you're sitting. Uh, and it looks like the pipe stretches all the way to where Cornelius and Patches have, have seat themselves at the front of the carriage. Okay. And, and Patches turns to his end of the trumpet <laughs> and goes, all comfy there, sir. Fantastic patches. Well, where's the where's the booze at in this thing? Oh, oh, uh, under your seat. We already have it covered, for you, buddy. Excellent. Thank you, sir. Oh, and, and by, uh, oh, and by the way, tell 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 the half elf up there to suck it. Oh, uh, uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> patches turns to you, Cornell, and he says, um, "Your your friend tells you to suck it." <laughs> And then with that, he hits the reins, and you're off. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're going down what is very clearly the main main road of this uh, small village that you now know is called Tinseltown. Um, and you are going in the direction of the, the tower. Uh, and you notice lush, very beautiful palm trees with uh, lanterns with green and red lantern like glass hanging off of each palm tree it's very very pretty and festive there's also uh, a few trees with blue yellow and white lanterns but clearly green and red for whatever reason dominates the palm trees um and there's literal tinsel strung between like across the streets that cross the cross the road and it is very wintry very festive it's not cold though like which is also very odd but it is not cold uh, it's a very nice 65 degrees. Um, and and you just, you ride down this main road. Is there anything you'd like to do on this main road? Talk to Patches, maybe just bide your time till you get to the tower. It is really up to you. So Patches, you seem pretty um, talky. Uh, why is that? Oh, 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 uh, very, just very nervous. I don't want to mess my first job up. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, been working in in a basement for a long time and I, this is the first time i have to interact with people now this is where i want to i want to semi-rudely interrupt from the back so uh clamp <laughs> yeah because you can't hear all this it does pick it up yeah yeah i can yeah i can hear it so i i lean over as i take a big old swig um of my booze and lean over to the horn and yell uh batches you'll get Get a big tip if you slap my friend up there. Patches, patches, kind of, patches, patches, kind of looks Cornelius patches, and is like, Patches, before you can say that, you'll get a big tip of my sword if you hit me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, patches' eyes go wide and uh, he seems very conflicted and he goes, Oh, uh, I don't want to die today, sir. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> And then he puts back in, he, he leans over and tries to be very subtle, but leans over to the trumpet opening and says, just, just give me a second. I'll, I'll try to work it in organically. <laughs> work, it uh, in our, work it in organically all you want. You'll still die today. 
uh, Patches then begins to start visibly sweating. But you are going down the road. Um, I, I, I re-sheath my dagger. <laughs> I also want to uh, uh, lean back over and yell, Patches, don't worry about it. You're not a cougar. You're, you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I, I, however, then lean into the trumpet. Well, you're also not a nutria, so you won't take a shit in your carriage. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Got that going for you, which is nice. <laughs> uh, Patches is is kind of going back into his 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 shell. Uh, it's a little less frantic, but uh, you guys are rolling up to the giant Oninaga Corporation building. Um, has giant wooden doors has the sign over the top with the name of the corporation, of course, because there's, you could just keep branding all you want. You know what I mean? Just got to get it across. Um, and Patches turns to you guys and says, all right, we're here. You, you, you're, you're, you're good. I think, I think they're having a party up on the 30th floor and, and they should be expecting you. Instead of giving Patches the tip of my dagger, I flick him a gold coin as a tip for his services for the evening. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I step off the carriage and wait for Clamp to, what is now, I'm guessing, his drunken self, come out of the carriage. His, his 50-foot walk from the back yes. all the way up to the front. <laughs> yes. Uh, In fact, I may, I may need another nap by the time he gets up here. So. <laughs> well, luckily, I'm, as we all know... Uh, seven eight or however tall i am so it doesn't take that long yeah long strides um so yeah i I will i will uh i clean out uh the rest of of the booze um out of the uh the carriage and i saunter on out and uh stand next to my good pal cornelius all right um are we going in the building what are we what are we doing yeah let's go in the building Okay. Uh, you guys roll a perception check for me. 16 with a, uh, I believe I have a plus three in perception. You have a plus three, so 19. 14. Okay. Um, you guys open the doors. You walk into this first floor lobby of this tower. It is a big circular room uh, with a circular desk in the middle of the lobby where you see a young humanoid can't tell if they're human or elf from this distance uh female uh sitting there picking at her nails and you see two guards at the back um chit-chatting with one another uh on each side of a doorway um other than that the the floor is pretty much deserted there's there's not much to speak about other than someone there to greet you well Clamp, or excuse me, uh, Cornelius, being the flirt that he is, immediately puts on his best strut and walks over. Ho ho ho! Walks over to the desk lady and asks, um, "Which way to the elevators? We'd like to go to the party on the thirtieth floor. And what time are you off?" <laughs> uh, go ahead. You, you want to roll for it, buddy? See what. See uh, what uh... <laughs> Response you get? Go ahead and roll a performance a D, is, for me. It, 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 oh, uh, performance. Okay. D20, right? D20. Oh, look at that 18. 
Oh, okay. So she looks at you and she kind of looks you up and down and goes, well, uh, the elevator's over by Chad and Brad. They're the only fucking people in here. So come on, dude. Uh, but I get off at uh, at 9. Can I get a perception check of what time it is? <laughs> it's 6.30. Okay. Well, uh, you, you check I... your D&D watch, and it yeah, says yeah. 6.30. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I give, her the old, I give her the old wink in the gun and tell her that yeah. I'll be back here at 9. And... Great. Uh, you gonna go talk to Chad and Brad at the elevator? No, I'm. I'm just gonna get on the elevator. Fuck Chad and Brad. Alright, cool. I don't know where Clamp is. Fuck Clamp too. I'm. Uh, I will also uh, walk up to, um, the the woman behind the desk, and 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 just tell her that uh, she needs to uh, knock off a little early and uh, get the hell out of here before nine. How about that? <laughs> She looks at Clamp and goes, uh, I don't know. I've been pretty lonely lately. I think I'm going to give it a shot. Hey, <laughs> and then I will tell her, no, trust me. Loneliness <laughs> is so much better. And then I'm just going to walk away and catch up to uh, Cornelius. Corny slash Cornelius' week of streaks have continued. <laughs> I'm on fire, baby. Go. Um. Okay, you roll up to the elevator doors. Uh, Chad and Brad, li- uh, very uh, large human beings. Uh, uh, not as large as Clamp, obviously, but very large for a human being, like six foot nine, a good 250 to 300 pounds. And they kind of reach their arms out and they go, they stop you from entering the elevator and they say, uh, need, yeah, need a name. Uh, fuck you. That's my name. Whoa. Okay. He goes, yeah. Uh, he looks at you, looks down at you because he is taller than you, looks down at you, checks his list and goes, haha, fuck you isn't on the list. And neither are you, it sounds like. And they don't move their arms. They're just going to step now in your way. All right, Clank, you got any ideas here, bud? Uh, all right. You're the brains of this operation. I, I, I'm, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just the looks. No, yeah, I was going to say, you're definitely not the looks. I will be the brains, the brawn, and the beauty uh, of this quest, as per usual. Um, I will walk up and be like, uh, excuse my uh, my elvish friend, or my gnomish friend. Um, uh, the name's Clamp. I'm on the list. Oh. Clamp. He looks at his list. Clamp Rasmorn? Correct. Oh, cool. Yeah, you're good. And they let you through to the elevator. But they don't let Cornelius through. <laughs> so now I want to, um, as I'm behind uh, Chad and Brad in the elevator, and I could just see old little Cornelius just kind of poking his head. Oh, oh come on, let me in. And I'm like, huh, <laughs> see you later, fuckface. <laughs> to the top. Well, in the elevator, you see uh, bells all around where, like, the handrail would be. And they're all labeled with the floor number, and they all have different pitches. Um, So you would have to ring the bell that you would like to go to. What floor am I going to again? 30? I believe it is 30. 30. Then I will hit on 30. Okay. Red Uh, or black? 
Cornelius, anything you'd like to try to do before he leaves you on the bottom floor? <laughs> I would like to see if I am on the list. My name is uh, Cor- uh, Cornelius. I don't I think I ever gave Cobb. the last name. Maybe. Cobb. Cornelius Cobb. Thank you. Cornelius oh. Cobb. Uh, he checks his list and he goes, oh, yeah, Mr. Cobb, of course. Uh, no need to be so rude. We've been waiting for you. And, and, they, and they let him through. Thank you. Uh, yeah. And just as you go through, after Clamp rings the bell, the second you step foot on that uh, platform, which, by the way, it is a wooden rickety platform with a rope <laughs> basically attached to the top. Um, as soon as you ring the bell, the or Cornelius takes a step, it starts moving up. Uh, and you look down and you see rhinos attached to like a wheel and they, they're going in circles and they kind of, it's like cranking, you know, the pulley system and you're, you're going up to the 30th floor. Anything on the elevator ride or are we good? Unless, unless she's on the elevator ride with us, I really couldn't care less. <laughs> Who's she? <laughs> the, the receptionist. Oh no, she's still at her desk, Corny. Okay. Okay. Well then going to be a boring elevator ride. To the top. You get to the 30th floor and the elevator comes to a halt. And it is a, it's a, you know, a typical small little hallway before uh, the door that says 30th floor above it. Um, Are we, are we going through the door? Yes. Yes. Great. Uh, You go through the door, you're immediately bombarded in this juxtaposition of your silence and and nothingness, which is now super loud with noises and smells and light and people are mingling and, and talking and people of all genders, all races in D&D that you can think of uh, are, are hanging out, laughing, talking, clearly tipsy. Uh, the, the decorations in the room look very much like the right end. There's tinsel and red and, or red and green and blue, yellow, white, and all sorts of things happening. It's very festive. Um, and a drunk guy kind of bumps into Cornelius and kind of giggles and gives him the drunk finger guns, you know? Um, roll, a, roll a perception check for me. 15 with a plus three, so that'd be 18. 18. Clint, go ahead. Uh, 12. Okay, Clamp. You notice the basics. It's, it's, a, it's a floor that is clearly an office lobby. There's a giant... It's, it, it has the balconies of the floor above it uh, kind of standing over, so there's people talking and chatting, hanging over the railing, you know. Um, but the main floor is clearly dominated by a giant graystone waterfall. It is very glorious, right in the middle of the room. Um, no echo, amazingly. It's like magic. Um <laughs> Cornelius, you you notice something a little different. You see people congregating um, across the room uh, with a a green dragonborn woman. Um, And she seems to have a pretty big crowd around her uh, while she's speaking. The only crowd that is bigger is an elf on the opposite side of the room from you guys. Well, again, being the ladies' man that I am here in the D&D world, um, I would like to head over and see what the uh, what the dragonborn lady is uh, talking about or doing that is drawing such a crowd. Okay, Clamp, what are you doing? 
Um, I'm just going to mill around, look, uh, survey, uh, find the punch my surroundings. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I am uh, quite parched. I definitely finished uh, um, my beverages before we got to the elevator. Okay. Um, so Cornelius goes over to this crowd. Cornelius, do you like push your way through? You kind of want to f- figure out what's up. Yeah, especially being not the tallest creature in the room. I need to uh, get to the front, so I would like to find out what's going on. Great, yeah, you you, you kind of shove your way closer to this woman. You hear her voice. It seems very familiar to you, and, and you hear a lot of people talking about um, how well she did this quarter, and, and she deserves to get that raise, you know, that she should be getting soon. Um, then all of a sudden, this green dragonborn pushes everyone or out of the way, and she goes... Cornelius, what are you doing here? Well, I came here to see you, of course. (laughs) And then I uh, nudge him, or eh, how far away am I from Cornelius? She's pretty loud. You you could hear it. So if you wanted to walk over, you could. Um, I would rather, uh, from the punch bowl, turn over, uh, because I I hear the conversation, Mm -hmm. uh, turn around and yell, that's not what he said to the receptionist. <laughs> I give Clamp the dirtiest of dirty looks. <laughs> and give him the old mouth, hand to the side of the mouth. Bros before hoes, man. <laughs> and that's when I immediately give him the finger and take a swig of my punch. She she looks at you, Cornelius, and she goes, Really? I thought I thought your flight was delayed. I thought you were supposed to be back a couple days uh, later than now. What are you doing well, here? Well, I thought it would be a nice surprise for you if I showed up now, and I brought my friend Clamp. Uh, and I, you know, I love Clamp like your fucked up brother. But like, and like I left patches at the airport just in case. Like he wasn't actually expected to be back here, but like now you're here. I need to go. Uh, I need to go. Let the kids know that you're here. And okay. she starts Can and I... she starts walking to the office. Like her office. I'll do you, follow. Do you follow? I, I follow I follow after her. Great. Clamp, are you still drinking at the waterfall? I'll be at the punch bowl. <laughs> Great. <laughs> the punch bowl is really near the waterfall. <laughs> um Okay, so Cornelius and, and this dragonborn go back to her office. And it says Karen on her door. Oh, Karen. <laughs> now I know where I know you from. Karen. Yeah. She goes, do you say this out loud? Please tell me you say this out loud. Yes, I say this out loud. Great. She turns to you and goes, haha, funny asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know where. Yeah, yeah, great. That's real fucking. Did Clamp tell you to say that? That's really funny. No, nobody told me to say that. We have kids. Yeah, Jared's going to be really pissed off that you're late, by the way. Jared? Who's Jared? That's not funny, Cornelius. That's it's not, not funny. funny. Am it's I? Not funny. That's not funny. You you need to be a little bit more specific about who Gerald, Jared is. Who's Jared? You just, you just call our oldest son Gerald? What the fuck is going on, Cornelius? Okay, all right, all right, all right. 
I've had I've had a little bit to drink slash eat. I'm I'm kind of suffering maybe from some food abnita. I'm sorry. <sighs> You're gonna make me talk to Clamp, aren't you? I need to speak to a voice of reason. Oh God. Here we fucking go. She she walks past like she goes out from behind her desk and walks past you and waves her arms over to Clamp and then motions for him to come to the office. I uh, will pick up the punch bowl because I already know <laughs> where this is going. Where this is going, what's happening in the room, and why I am being motioned uh, to uh, come hither. Uh, so I will take the, take the punch bowl and uh, carry excuse, it excuse, over. Excuse me, pardon me, this is mine now. Excuse me, excuse <laughs> me pardon me. Yeah, and getting dirty looks because I'm taking um, the, the entire punch bowl. Yeah, the vast majority of the booze for this party. Um, but then again, I'm the tallest and biggest one here, so who the fuck's going to do anything? So I'm shimmering on over, and I saunter on over into uh, the room with uh, Cornelius and his lady. Yeah, so Karen goes, "If you're gonna, uh, can I have some at least if you're going to bring the whole fucking punch bowl? I mean, honestly. One cup, Karen. That's all, right. all you get. Well, that's all I can expect, I guess. Did... Okay, I thought I gave you explicit instructions to bring my dumbass husband home sober. Oh, I mean, but then, but then he sits here and tells me who the fuck is Jared? Ha ha ha! Like forgetting our fucking oldest son's name is real fucking funny. Well, I mean, uh, I may, I may have uh, hit him a few times upside his head. He, he he may be delirious, um, and it, it's not the booze. Trust me. He, even though um, our, our our good pal Cornelius is very much indeed a lightweight, he did not have enough uh, booze to uh, to uh, become drunk, and he did not eat that much. He ate a good amount, um, but he, uh, he he's, he's good. He's just he's still a little woozy from from the punch I gave him because you know hey. I'm, I'm clamp. It's what I do. She she looks at you, rolls her eyes, and goes, "Yes, I'm I'm aware. I'm aware. I'm aware." Okay. You see Again. that, Corny? I got your back. <laughs> About goddamn time. <laughs> What's uh. What, what was this about the receptionist? I heard Clamp yelling about a receptionist. Oh no no no, no 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 no! Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. No, that was he, nothing. Cornelius just uh, was not a fan of what she was wearing. It was very, it was a, it was a hideous robes. It's, we were making fun of her all the way up to the thirtieth floor. It was hilarious. Ugh, yeah, I know. I was I was talking to my friend Michael about Becky's robes. Also, I, <laughs> yeah, atrocious, absolutely atrocious. And just then, a an elf, uh, a, a strong, tall, strapping young man stands in the doorway and 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 goes oh hey cornelius is back i didn't realize cornelius was gonna be back uh i guess i'll come back later karen all right cool hey yeah what's up do i do i know you sir <laughs> yeah cornelius come on man that's not that's not funny dude like ha 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 like just forget the gnome jokes dude come on come on well, you know what's what up? is funny is is your face since i don't know who you are so um oh, uh, michael Come on, dude. Michael. 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 Okay, yeah, Michael. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you work with Karen? Yeah, man. We met at the last Christmas party. Oh, well, you must be so insignificant I don't remember you. Michael, my man. 
Oh, plant. <laughs> What's up, dude? I didn't see you. you were like over in the corner by the plant, dude. Like, yeah, all right. Well, you know, hey, Clemson is partaking in some beverages, my friend. Would you well, like some? Would you like some, Michael? You're my boy. Hey, hey, hey. He goes, yeah, of course. But then he goes, he does the hey, hey. And he kind of like does the, the nudge, the yeah. one nudge. He goes, hey, got, got some powdery mountains. Yeah. You know what I'm Clamp loves to go skiing, baby. I'm more of a snowboarder, but you remember. You remember. <laughs> and uh, and Michael goes finger guns Cornel- to both Cornelius and Karen. He goes, all right, oh, catch you later. No. Uh, I'm oh, going to no. go to my office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Cornelius but- watching, watching it is dis- disbelief of what's going on right now. <laughs> um, but you are... Uh, the the Karen Cornelius reunion and, and Michael Clamp reunion is rudely interrupted by the sounds of what sounds like fireballs, lightning-ish sounds, very loud commotion, arrows flying, screaming. Um, would you like to roll a perception to get further instructions or further Let's information? Do Let's do that. I got a 13. Plus what? Plus three, so that would be uh, sixteen. And Mike? I, I got a five. <laughs> it's not great, and that's fair because you are kind of in the office by a plant. And, yes. You know. Um. And also inebriated. Also inebriated. Yeah, so. Indeed. Uh, Cornelius, being closer to the door, sees, um, that there are, a lot of figures roaming about that are very large and imposing looking wearing black robes um and they're kind of rounding up people in the lobby close to the waterfall and from karen's office uh if you go out the door to the right that is where the lobby is and if you go to the left there's a stairwell that is the information i can give you currently but there's a lot of screaming and commotion Possible people dying. You're not quite sure. Well, I will do the gentlemanly thing and grab Karen and shut the office door and lock us in there. I will put Karen under the desk for her safety and then head over to Clamp to see what he wants to do and see if he has a plan of attack. Uh, I don't know what to do. Let's go. They haven't noticed that there's offices down there yet, but yeah. I'm sure they will be doing a sweep soon. Yes, definitely. Um, can we uh, escape from the office and start going to like a different floor? There is a stairwell on the other side of the hallway, as I mentioned before. Okay. okay. Um. The the door is open as well. Okay, so would, Cornelius, would you like to yes, get on I over there? I think that's better than staying put because obviously staying put, we're kind of sitting ducks. Yes. So let's let's be on the move. And let's leave your wife there. No, let's not leave the wife. Yes, let's leave the wife because she works there, Corny. If. Okay. Now you have to realize uh, Clamps uh, uh, a lot more smarter than you, street smarts than you are. Uh, if they were to get their hands on um, 
uh, a, the the building manifest or dictionary, uh, if you will, uh, they may start doing a head count. We're gonna have to leave her there. Mm-hmm. Let's let's go up. Let's go to the stairwell and let's uh, escape and uh, plan um, our next our next move from there. That's that's very valid reasoning. Oh, wise one. So. Um, if you guys would like to have dueling persuasions on Corny's wife, you can also do that. But if you are convinced, Corny, you can leave no, Karen there. I, I, I tell Karen that we will take care of things and everything's going to be okay. I um, will be back soon. And I leave Karen to comfort her fellow um, office mates there um, by the waterfall. Okay, great. She looks at you and she says, I'll do you one better. I'll I'll run distraction. You guys go to the stairwell. Fantastic. Give so, her a kiss on the forehead and run off the clamp. Great. So you guys run towards the stairwell. Karen goes out and walks down the hallway towards the lobby and she makes a commotion. And guards do come running towards that way. But um, you guys are able to escape to the stairwell with no problem, which I was not expecting. Okay, great. So now you are in the um, emergency stairwell. Um, you are on the 30th floor. This building is about, I think it's a 34, 34 floors plus a roof. Where would we like to go? Um, I would like to check all the floors above us to make sure there's nobody... Um, above us that's going to possibly um, run interference. Um, I like, that. I like if, that idea. And and see maybe if we can eventually work our way to the roof and uh, call for help from the roof. Okay. Solid idea. So you go up one level uh, just to start, yeah? One level? Yes. yes. One, floor to, one floor at a time. Okay. And as I said, the 31st floor is connected to the 30th floor. It's kind of, you know, has the balconies. But in this stairwell, there is no door to the 31st balcony. So you have to go up to the 32nd floor. Uh, All you see is a door. Um, Would you like to open it or keep going? Let's open it. Okay, great. You open the door, and you are greeted by a floor that is not completely done yet. Uh, The framing is is up, but there's still construction stuff all over the place. The, The window ish area the outside the walls are done but there's pretty much no structure to this building or this floor other than construction stuff laying around um i say to clamp i noticed there were quite a few bad guys down on that floor on the 30th floor there's quite a few in fact they outnumber us um i think there needs to we need to find a way to call for reinforcements what do you think clamp I would agree. We definitely need to get whether we, if we can't, um, if we can't find uh, a communication device, we need to uh, create a scene of some sort uh, down on ground level to get um, to pe- so people know uh, of what's going on um, up high. Um, which do you think would be best, going to the roof and lighting? And and using your your fire breath to create, uh, uh, what I would say, create an audience, or going to the bottom floors and getting people to 
help us that way? Um, well, I'm going to, I'm going to say most likely, um, we run into someone if we go down, but if we go up, I don't think we'll, we'll run into anybody and we can like, maybe not go to the roof quite yet. Um, cause that's still a ways up, uh, but we can go up, uh, two or three levels and, um, break a window out or do something like that. Great. Then I vote we go to the, since the 32nd floor appears to be, you know, A, not occupied by henchmen, and B, not going to be useful to us creating some type of, you know, attention. Let's head to 33 at least and see where we can go from there. Okay. So we go up to the 33rd floor? Yes. Okay. Um, there is, you go back in the stairwell and there is a similar door that says 33 over the top. Um, are we going straight through it? Yes, we are. Yes. Okay. Uh, you open the door and you see a very long room. It's, it's just one little long room, uh, with (laughs) on each side of the, of the walls, right? It's a hallway on each side of the hallway. It's lined with stacks and stacks of hamsters in cages. They're all running on wheels, and there's various lanterns flashing at the base of each of their little hamster wheels. Okay. But there's nothing really useful that you see on this floor. Okay. Um, Well, I think, Cornelius, we take a couple of these hamsters in, in the cage, and we can light them on fire and throw them through the window and they fall, they come crashing down and hopefully that gets someone's attention uh, down on street level. Um, and they think, oh, that's really fucked up. Someone just threw um, a, a hamster that is burning alive and is now dead um, on on the street. <laughs> um, maybe we should go investigate um, that tower. Well, Cornelius, being the animal lover that he is, does not consent to hamster <laughs> barbecue. But, but if Clamp was sticking with tradition of setting things on fire, if, if Clamp would like to light a beacon or set up an alarm... With a hamster? will. With a hamster... <laughs> Corny or Cornelius, let me just let me, okay. So we're having this back and forth. I'm setting a hamster on fire. Now, would you like me to do that for shits and gigs, or to possibly help the situation and bring us rescue? I mean, I'm gonna stand here and watch, but I am not gonna help you light a hamster on fire. Well, I don't need so you. you. Do you I, don't, I don't need yeah, you. I, I know you don't need me. You do you, bro. I I am going to sit here and watch you light a hamster on fire. If you choose to throw him out the window, that is your choice. You're your own human being, or dragonborn, I should say. Yeah. You are your own person. So you do you, fam, but I will not be privy to hamster murder. Hmm. Hmm, what should I do? 
I'm thinking... I mean, gonna, as, as Clamp is gonna, thinking, the little hamsters are just <laughs> squeaking along, running on their little wheels. Yep, the they, have not a, like, they have no idea. Yep, they have, they no, have idea no idea what's what's coming their way. Um, I'm trying to think. I, I do. I do. I do throw the nugget in there. If you're gonna light a hamster on fire anyway, you might as well double up and go uh, two birds with one stone while getting your rocks off of destruction and possibly alerting hamsters, some help. Yeah, <laughs> two, two yeah, hamsters. What's <laughs> done? Yes. <laughs> um, okay. No. Um, okay, Cornelius. Um, I was thinking about since you're being a, a little bit of a dick um, of just uh, setting fire to half of these hamsters uh, for no particular reason. Um, I will choose uh, two hamsters um, uh, as a ritual sacrifice to hopefully uh, help us get um, rescue for this party. So I'll walk over, and in you know, in typical uh, clamp fashion, I don't just pick the two that are closest to me. I I study them. I you walk down the hallway, and you I find down the hallway, yeah. you know, stroking my my chin, thinking which two do I choose, and you know, I walk past about half of them, and I get towards uh, uh, like three fourths of the way through, and I find my two. Um, let's just say they were, they're the lazier of the hamsters. They're not moving quite as fast on their wheels. So they kind of stick out a bit. They catch my eye. And so I pick, I pick them. So I just reach over and grab with a cage in each hand and say, these two will do. Okay. Cornelius, anything to say before we move on? I am flabbergasted. That's such an ungodly act is occurring in front of my eyes. But if it gets us help, then I guess a, a hamster sacrifice it is. Okay, now I will, this will be outside of um, what's Another happening. Character. Yes, this yeah. is strictly JC to Devin. Um, what do I have to roll to murder said hamsters but not get the job done? <laughs> Oh, the the killing the hamsters and then throwing them out is going to be pretty easy for you. All disclosure. Damn the, if if they if they land still on fire and alert anyone, that's going to be a higher obviously uh, roll. Okay, yeah. I was hoping because that would be just the best of both worlds. I get to kill them and still commit the act, but it does it does nothing. <laughs> no, I mean like your your eldritch blast or your uh, breath weapon is lightning, I believe, and. <laughs> A lightning bolt would definitely light a hamster on fire. Uh, <laughs> so, all right, and well, it's it's a basically a free action, and we're not in combat, so you would yeah. literally just free action light them on fire. Okay, well, I I hold them up, uh, one in each hand, and starting from left to right, just fire roast the first one, and then slowly, without stopping, turn my head and uh, set the the second one on fire. Okay. Well, this is a problem because the 33rd floor doesn't have a window, so you have to run back down to the 32nd floor. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so, Clamp is holding ah! on to two, two fiery hamsters. 
Uh, and I'm going to need you to do an athletics check for me. Okay. Ah! Which you have a plus four, I believe. Boom. Natural 20. Oh, shit. 24. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Okay. So, Clamp, realizing the mistake he's made, <laughs> uh, runs, bounds, bounds down the stairs, busts through the 32nd floor door, and heaves these two hamsters out the window. <laughs> Now, uh, Clamp heaves these two hamsters out the window. Oh, and that's great. You hear their fiery squeaks as they <laughs> as they fly down due to gravity. Fiery, fiery squeaks. <laughs> Come on. Fiery squeaks in pain. Uh, and the fire, for whatever reason, hasn't blown out with the wind uh, of them falling 34 stories. Strong fire. This is, this is what happens when you roll a natural 20. Um... <laughs> And these two fiery hamsters land, boom, boom, <laughs> right next to Patch's carriage. <laughs> <laughs> now, Patch is uh, sitting, uh, admiring his gold coin still. He hasn't let it go. He's very happy to be out of the basement and is admiring his gold coin tip. Is uh, startled by these uh, flaming hamsters of death coming down and plopping right by his carriage and and he looks up and goes what the fuck and he looks up uh and goes okay uh i don't know i I guess i'll go tell the receptionist about flaming fucking hamsters flying out of the sky uh maybe people are just getting a little crazy i'm just gonna go talk to her and he goes off to talk to the receptionist. Now, nothing obviously immediately happens from this hamster uh, sacrifice. What would you like to do? You are still on the 32nd floor um, and and Patches is going to go talk to the receptionist. Uh, And we see Patches um, walking into the building. You do. You see his uh, his little ears you know, waddling towards the door, and he goes and out of your view. Okay. Uh, what do you want to do, Cornelius? I say we head to the um, to thirty fourth floor. We were we were on thirty three, where Clamp decided we're, to. Um, yeah, well, we were on thirty three, then we went down to thirty two. Back down to thirty two. Yeah. So now so we're currently on thirty two. So go back go up to thirty four. Back up to thirty four, and. <laughs> Not murder hamsters on 34. Hopefully. I mean, I, for, I forgot you were holding your knife. Yep, and you just, I just saw it too. And you kind of pointed it just, just like the top like inch and a half of your fucking Rambo knife. It's like, we'll go up. We'll go up. <laughs> we'll go up. <laughs> All right. Let, let, let's go up, Cornelius. All right. So, um, yeah, let's go up to the 34th floor and see if there's anything else Clamp can throw on fucking windows. Yeah. Um, okay, you go, you, so we're gonna go. You go up past thirty fourth or thirty third floor with the hamsters, and you are now at the thirty fourth door. Um, are we going through the door? Are we grabbing the door? What are we doing? Um, let's go. Is there a way we could be cautious going through the door? Yeah, of course. Uh, roll a perception if you want to be cautious, and I can tell you more information about what's behind the door. I rolled a 12. Eight. What's the plus three? So 15. 15. 
Okay, where's my sheet here? Okay. So Cornelius, you you put your hand on the doorknob and you hear voices coming from the other side of the door. Um, one voice is seems to be very menacing to another voice, which is very like meek, it sounds like they're being interrogated. Um, and you hear some words about money and a vault, uh, things being hidden. Um, and yeah, that, that's you don't know if there's any other people on the other side, but you hear two distinct voices on the other side. So I obviously tell this to Clamp, and I say, I believe we have someone of the bad guys on the other side of this door. How would you, since you're the brawn of this operation, do you feel comfortable overpowering somebody? Well, of course, Cornelius. Let's do it. Great. Then I suggest that Cornelius unsheath his weapon and since since Clamp since Clamp always has his weapon ready. Oh god. That's his, that's his Palpatine hands favorite. Um, I say we storm through the door and try to overpower said fatty. Wow. Okay. So, you guys open the door and it is very clear that there are more than two people in this room. Um, you see all the way across the room, uh, there is a, 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 an above average, uh, you can't tell if they're human or elf, uh, standing over someone sitting in a chair, looking your direction. Uh, and there are a bunch of armed guards around this clear leader of the people in this room. Um, they all are armed with crossbows, swords. One might look like a magic user. You're not really sure yet. Um, but the the guy in the chair who is being interrogated makes eye contact with you. And he kind of does like this like motion with his hands to try to motion to you very slyly that like, don't come over here. Like, this is not a good idea. Um, and, and you hear the, the, uh, the little guys around the leader are, are not talking. They're just kind of intimidating. And, and you hear the leader speak to this guy in the chair saying, you know, we can do this the easy way or we can do this the hard way. I need the code to get into the vault. There's money in there that I want and you're going to give it to me. And the guy in the chair tells him no and and is confused about why he picked this tower of all places. But the leader grows impatient and he motions to one of his buddies and they crossbow this guy directly in the head where he is now dead. And he tells them to go search his office for the code to the vault because he's sure that it's in there what would you all like to do uh, can we roll over i want to know how many i don't want to know besides the leader i want to know how many people we're dealing with here yeah i like, I like that idea so i will roll a perception check yep 
It'll 15. be a pretty pretty easy roll. 15? Yep. Uh, I got an 18 plus with my plus 3, so 21. Okay, great. You, you see the clear leader and what looks to be like his right-hand man, and there are four other guards in there alongside. Okay. okay. There's also... So it's it's a cross it's a pretty big floor. It is across the room from you. Along the same wall, you see another uh, exit sign, but it is across the room where you would have to be pretty sneaky to get there. Okay. So that's six against two, but we do have two pretty powerful yeah. people. What do you want to do, Clamp? Do you wanna battle or do you wanna live to fight another day? Also, there's no uh, stairwell up to the roof from where you came. That is the end of the stairwell. Okay. Um, fuck it, man. Let's battle. Okay. Well, can we let's let's can we get uh, like the element of surprise? Can we sneak attack um, a couple of them? Well, yeah. There's so the two are in the office now looking for the uh, equipment, right? So, what did I say? There were. So there's the leader, his hand man, and one guard, correct? Yeah. I or okay. Well, I heard four. Two heard guards. Four it's guards. two guards. Two guards, the right hand man, and the leader. Okay. Yes. Um, so I would like to go after the two guards that are going for the code in the office. Correct. Okay. Um, so what'll Give me a stealth roll because you're gonna have to get there undetected to kill them first. Is that a is, is that, that a twenty? D twenty, yeah. Okay. Plus uh, your stealth bonus if you have one. Um, it is under dexterity. I do have a stealth bonus of plus four, and I rolled a natural I got, sixteen, so a twenty. I got plus one. Uh, what'd you roll though? Oh, I rolled a 18, so 19. Okay. Yep. Uh, the two, you're successfully able to sneak across the room and get into the office that the two guards are searching this office. You currently are undetected as you are just like in the doorway and they are very preoccupied searching through this desk. What would you like to do? I would like to sneak up behind one of them, whichever one is closest to me. Okay. I think I think since there's two of them and two of us, we both sneak up to one of one each and okay. try to just straight Neutralize up murder them. them. Yes, right off one one roll like cougar style, bro. Fantastic. So I will go to the one that's closest to me, and Clamp will go to the one that's closest to him. Mm-hmm. I choose to wield my. Um, my dagger, and I choose to go for a throat grab. I want to go for a throat slice. Um, okay. Is how I want to go after my guy. I don't know what Clamp is going to use. Um, ah, I think we all kind of know what Clamp's yeah. going to His long sword. <laughs> Come on now. Clamp's going <laughs> to yes. palpitate lightning. Some guys. Yeah, uh, right. Yes, let's. Um, that that is my Eldritch Blast, right? Or is, which one's my strongest? Are you doing a long sword, or are you doing your Eldritch Blast? Well, which one's stronger? It's been a while since we played. I want to say my uh, Eldritch Blast, is, Eldritch Blast is 238. Let me one second. 238. Eldritch Blast is a 1d10 damage and your longsword is 1d8. So yeah, let's go with the Eldritch Blast. Okay. And Cornhole a Dagger is 1d4. Are you sure let's, that is what you would like no, to do? No, no. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, 
longsword with uh, 1d8. Yeah. Okay. So you guys both have advantage, which means you get to roll 2d20s and take the better roll. Okay. Uh, and you have surprise, so you're going to be able to make another attack potential. Oh, you, you make this attack unstopped, and then we'll roll initiative after that. Okay. I got okay, a 13 so... and an 18, so 18 for me. 18 to hit. And then, uh, what's and your... then I got... Go ahead. It, it, it hits, so go ahead. Uh, Cornel, what's up? I, I got the, I, the best is a 16. 16 also hits, so... Uh, you have surprise, so I will give you double damage. What, what's up? What do you think's up, baby? Motherfucking 10. Okay. So you do. I need to roll an 8, and I got a 5. Okay. Uh, uh, he's not doing damage now. Uh. Uh, about goddamn time. Welcome <laughs> to the party. Welcome to the party, pal. <laughs> well, except the, the, the listeners don't know this. Clamp's been in the motherfucking party, if I remember correctly. Yeah, not not the not the killing people party. That's for sure. <laughs> that's definitely not true. <laughs> okay. You're the, you're the, okay. So the guard that JC zaps, uh, Clamp zaps. Uh, clearly is like oh sh and like it's in <laughs> a lot of fucking pain like he did a lot of damage uh cornelius's guy also taken by surprise but not quite as uh suffering as you know the other one uh so now we're going to roll initiative so please roll a d20 plus your initiative bonus for me please my initiative where where is initiative under 17 should be on you it should be right next to your armor class and it's oh, your dex typically your dexterity bonus yeah i got a plus so one I, so i got 18 total so i got 20 total with a with the 16 natural okay so corny is first jc is second for now yep he is second guard one and guard two so guard one is the one that jc attacked okay uh, and guard two is the one that you attacked, Corny. Okay. Uh, but but Corny, you're you're first. Yes. Okay. Well, I would like to go after the guard that JC attacked since he okay. is the weaker of the two. Um, I'm rolling another D8, or do I need to roll a D20 or a uh, D20? D20, D20 to attack. 19 natural. 19, 19 hits. And hold on, I need to re-roll that. Eight, baby. Eight. Mm. Got a kid, Corny. Uh, you hit this guy, and he collapses down to one knee and is on the brink of clearly dying. Um, Jace or Clamp, it is your turn. Yes, and I will also go after the one I hit and finish him off with lightning hands. Yep. <laughs> Palpatine. Uh -huh. Yes, well, we're going to Palpatine him and 17. 17 hits. There you go, Atta boy. And then Atta D, boy. do I do a D10? D10. 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 And... <laughs> One. Ten, baby. Ten. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this guard gets zapped <laughs> to absolute death. Ah, good. Good. So now... <laughs> What what does it look like when he gets zapped to death? Oh, I just tower over the little man and 
pink force lightning comes out of my fingertips and just obliterates him. All right, perfect. Now, there is one guard left, um, and he is the closest to Cornelius, and he is going to turn around and try to attack Cornelius. So he has the ability to do multi-attacks, so I will be rolling... Two d20s. Let me know if either of these hit your armor class. Okay. I rolled a 12 and an 8. Neither of those hit my armor class. I got 15, so nope. Okay, yeah. So he swings, he turns around, swings at Cornelius uh, with his mace, and it does not even glance Cornelius' armor, and Cornelius, like, dodges, like a head dodge back. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And now we are back to the top. It is Cornelius' turn. Well, I would like to also attack said guard. And I will roll a d20 for attack. And I rolled a 16. Natural. Hits. Yep. And then I rolled a 6. 6. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, well, did you use a, a longsword? Yeah, that's my uh, D8 longsword. Okay, good. You, you slash him right across the chest, and it is uh, clearly invisible pain, but not on the verge of death. Uh, uh, Clamp, go ahead. I mean, we're going we're gonna to go with what's... We're going to keep um, the lightning rolling. Yes, yeah, huh? so we're going to keep the lightning hands going, so I will um, try to do that, and let's see what I got. 18. Yeah, Eighteen let's hits. go. Roll that D10. D10, D10. 10 for 10 for 10? No, I got. There's no way. Six. Six. Okay. We are at the guard's turn. He is still going to try and struggle and hit Cornelius again because you know. But he doesn't. Oh wait, multi attack. Hold on. Uh, does an eighteen hit Corny? An eighteen. I have an eighteen armor class. So does okay, that hit? if it if it ties, it hits. So okay. He's going to do... You should all have full health, by the way. Yes. Uh, He does. 1d6. He does three damage. (laughs) Okay. Not bad. I'll take it. And now it is your turn, Cornelius. All right. I would like to attack him with my uh, long sword again. Okay. And I rolled another 16. Add a kid. Add a kid. And I rolled another six. <laughs> six. Great. Uh, you slash him again across the chest, and he is very clearly injured, like breathing very heavily. Clamp it is your turn. All right. Let's see if we can uh, polish him off here, Cornelius. Let's go with uh, a final. Lightning hands. 19, baby. God, yeah. Now, D10. Come on, come on. High come numbers. On. Eight, eight will eight. have to do. Eight will do it. Eight will do it. Eight will do it. Devon what, does it what does it look like when you kill the guard? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ah, Cornelius towers over the frightened man and says, just like your partner, you shall die and pink force lightning out of my hands and obliterates him. 
Great. So those two guards are dead. Uh, can I get a stealth check, please? D20. I got a 14. Ugh, I got a 5. Okay. Um, the people in the main area are alerted by the noise that you have just made, killing these two people. Okay. The, the main area being the floor that we're on, being the main guy and his right-hand man, is that who we're talking about? Yes. Okay. So that's all that's left is the main is the main guy, his right-hand man, and the now dead guy in the chair. Yes. Okay. All right. Um, Clamp, what would be your next uh, your next plan of attack here, sir? Um. So they know that they're not alone on the floor. Uh, I don't know. I think we we've obviously lost the element of surprise. So they they're probably going to going to be looking for us. Mm, do you want to go? We can't. You said we can't go up before, right? You Correct. you don't know what is in that other stairwell that says okay. exit. Okay. Um, I don't know what I want to do. Um, let's. I, I vote. If you'd like my opinion, I vote we battle these two. I'll since we're. I'm guessing now there's a di there's some distance between us. Yeah. I have my cro I have my crossbow, which is still plus eight damage, and you have fire breath, so you have a long distance attack. So, I I guess that I I say that we go for a long range battle between these two. Okay. Yeah. Fuck it. Let's do it. We're just going in, huh? Yeah. Balls to the wall, baby. Okay. Or um or yippee kaye, motherfucker. Yes. Yippee kaye. Sure. Okay. So. You guys are stuck in this room, uh -huh. and you you hear the four of them rushing your way. Um, and they they situate themselves where getting out of this room would be very difficult. Um, they kind of block the doorway, so you are stuck in this little office room. Uh, the office room does have a tiny window couple tiny windows on a wall that is not on the door where you could get back into the main conference room area but the the door and those two tiny windows are your only way out so is there any move you would like to do before i have you roll initiative because they are closing in on you i don't like being in the room i don't like being trapped in that room because i'm guessing our weapons will not be able to penetrate glass or the door yeah. So I would like to I would like to get free of that room before we are trapped in there. So I vote that we break our way through the glass and join them in the main room of that floor. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Let's do that. Okay. I'm going to need a
Hmm, what should I make you roll for this? I'm going to make you roll an acrobatics check. Okay. Which I is under dexterity. Um, dexterity. I got a 17 so, and I have a plus one, so 18. I have no plus in acrobatics, but I rolled a 17 natural. Okay. So you both go running towards the windows. And you're both able to jump through, kick your way through. So now that you have broken both these windows and now you are on the main floor, you are now also closer to both stairwells because they've surrounded that doorway. So you could Mm. still attack or you could try to flee and ambush style. Hmm. That now that we're closer to that stairwell, I'm maybe rethinking our plan. Yeah. Am, ambush style sounds a lot better to me than taking four on two. Yes, I would. I would concur with that, Cornelius. Let's, so let us, let's let us take the stairwell. Be- tuck our tail between our legs and take the stairwell. <laughs> which uh, which stairwell are we on? Oh. How about we? Do you want to the know the known stairwell or the stairwell that you do not know? Ooh, I'm let's thinking. Take the, I'm thinking unknown. That's what I'm thinking too, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Let's take unknown. Okay, uh, give me an athletics check real quick. See how fast you can get over there before they notice or not. I rolled Five. a thirteen. I rolled a thirteen. Uh, what is your strength my, modifiers? My, my strength modifier, I have a speed 30. Four, so I got nine. Okay. Strength is plus six, so 17. Or plus okay. four, so, sorry, so, plus four. So Cornelius sprints across the room faster than you've ever seen Cornelius sprint before. Uh, Clamp, you know, kind of plodding along, but he still is getting there. Cornelius, you get to the stairwell first. Uh, when you kick this door open, which I'm assuming you do, it is a one-way ticket up, and it says roof above the door at the top of the stairwell. All right. Um, is Clamp, is he now joined me? Clamp is still behind you. He's not at the door yet. Well, I will, since Clamp is trodden along, I will um, pull my crossbow and provide cover for Clamp, just in case those four henchmen decide to get a little froggy and uh, want to leap into action here. Okay, let me roll. I'm rolling for henchmen, Corny. Ooh. One of the one of the henchmen, not the right-hand man or the clear leader, uh, rushes after you and is right in line with Clamp. Um, go ahead and you three roll initiative. I'm not rolling for the other three on my end. I rolled a 11. 12. Okay. So the guard rolled a 16, so he's going to go before either of you. And the guard goes to trip clamp, or at least, like, grab clamp um, to prevent him from getting to the door. So... Oh, I rolled an do 8. I, do, I an, do, I, do I have an initiative? Oh, no. 
I do have a plus four initiative, so my 11 would bump me up to 15. Okay, so you would be second in this. Um, okay. So an eight doesn't hit Clamp's armor class, though, does it? Nope. No. Okay, I didn't think so. So he goes to grab, like he, he rushes at Clamp, and he goes to like tackle him and totally misses. Uh, and now it is Cornelius's turn. Um, I would like to reach my hand out instead of attacking the guard or the henchman. I would like to reach my hand out to try and uh, bring Clamp a little bit closer and throw him up the stairwell to get him to move his fat ass up the stairwell. Okay, give me give me an athletics check. So it's a or an athletics saving throw. Roll. So it's a d twenty. Um, I got a fourteen. Okay, fourteen plus four, right? Because you have a four. No, I don't. I don't. I don't have a plus in athletics. I have a plus in savings pro in savings throw. Okay, okay. Well, no. So then you do still have a four with strength. It, if you have it checked off, it's an extra plus two. Oh, okay. Got you. So it's a what? Plus four then. And what'd you roll? A fourteen. So an eighteen. 14, 18. Okay. Uh, you grab Clamp and throw him up the stairs, as you said. Not not a super strong throw, as he is very large. Yes. Um, but you do throw him up the stairs. Uh, Clamp, you are now in the stairwell. Would you like to keep fighting or keep running up the stairs? You want to run up the stairs, Corny, or do you want to fight? I want to ask the Dungeon Master, if we keep running up the stairs, is the one henchman that is in pursuit going to keep following us or is he now deterred i mean most likely he's going to keep following you mm. i don't want to keep fighting and attract the other three i want to try and escape but i also don't want him to be a thorn in our side maybe once we get him on the roof and get him to two to one that would be a good idea for me but i don't want to attack him there and attract attention of the other uh, henchmen. Okay, so you want to so would keep... you like to spend your turn and move up to the roof? Yes. Okay. So and clamp, it was your turn technically, right? Yes. So you're both going to spend your turn to move up through the door to the yep. roof. Yes. Okay. So you guys go up through the door. It is a roof. There is a small um like it's, it's like a place where you a dragon or something flying like a zeppelin would land and there's a little room it looks like underneath that but for right now you guys rush through the door that if you're coming through the stairs it's right that room is right in front of you so turn around and that's where the stairwell is and the guard comes rushing up through the stairwell after you um and he, that is the rest of his turn, is pursuing you. So now it is back to you. You have advantage as well because now you have um, high ground and funneled him into a disadvantageous spot. So you guys will have advantage on your attacks if you would like. I would like to um, use my crossbow. And now that he's in an alleyway and is semi-cornered, I'd like to try and uh, do him like I did the cougar. And uh, one shot him if possible. I doubt it is. He's probably stronger than the cougar, but we'll see. Okay. So you're. So I. To... Yeah. And I rolled a. 
I rolled a 14. 14 hits. And a d10. I rolled a 7. 7. Okay. So he takes an arrow to the chest. Nice. Nice. Um, Clamp, what are you going to do? I mean, I think we should should have to ride this uh, hot streak of Force Lightning until the wheels fall off. So let's let's go Force Lightning. And 17. 17 hits? Yes. All right, D10. Come on, no whammies, no whammies, no whammies. Nine. Nine. All right. Um, he doesn't like it. That's yeah, damn he right is, he is. He's not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> Just, and then as I cackle, because the guy's not dead yet, so he, he can hear me. I cackle. <laughs> You'll end up just like your friends. <laughs> he uh, hair whips his luscious long golden mm. hair and readies his crossbow and shoots it at you. Uh-huh. Does a ooh? Does a seventeen hit? That definitely hits me. Who, who's he firing at? He's shooting it at you because you're taunting him. Ah, damn it. Yeah, I got a 15. Okay. He does five damage. Okay. Cornelius, it is your turn. Um, I would, again, like to attack him with my crossbow. Great. And I rolled a natural 20. Ooh, natural 20. Roll damage, double damage. And then I got... And, and, then I, and then I rolled an 8. Ah, not bad, 16. not bad. 16. So you hit this guy directly in the throat. Ooh. Ooh. And he he noticeably reels from getting hit in the throat. Yeah. Now, now he's not dead yet, but he's definitely dropped to a knee and has a crossbow bolt in his throat. Uh, Corny, or a clamp, it is your turn. Oh, uh, we all know what's coming, my friends. We all know what's coming. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> a natural <laughs> 20 <laughs> oh shit oh shit let's unless you go. roll a 1 this is an instant oh man kill. please please roll a 1 please roll a 1 please do it do it for the do it for the group uh, nine, son. Uh, what does it look like when you electrocute this fucking guy? Uh, <laughs> As I cackle like your fallen friends, you shall join them. And for pink force lightning out of my fingertips, <laughs> obliterating him. <laughs> oh, man. So good. Okay. Uh, uh, now, let's take Let's take a quick timeout and look up at the uh, proverbial D and D scoreboard. That's three nothing. Clamp, yeah, Clamp well, is doing some work. About <laughs> a damn time he pulled his fucking weight around here. <laughs> I'm pulling all the way today, baby. No. that's right, you are. I mean, no. I, my my double damage sixteen probably helped you out there on that last one, but the other we two have, were all you. We have choices to make, fellas. You have choices to make. The three okay. haven't haven't quite gotten into the stairwell to pursue you yet. Would okay. you like to try to slam the door and lock it or bar it somehow or keep running and hopefully have a head start into wherever you're going on the roof? I think we we bar the door. I Is there a way we can bar the door and trap them on that floor? You could bar that door, but the problem is that that other stairwell is still yeah. 
So they could rush yes. right back down to the lobby or wherever they want to go. Okay. Is there a way we can get to the other stairwell from the roof? I don't know. You haven't gone in that room. Uh, right now, that's the only door or ladder you see other than just, you know, a, a waist-high uh, wall around the edge to keep you from falling. Can I roll a perception check and try and find a way to where me and Clamp can tag team? I want I want to bar the door, and I want one of us, either Clamp or me, to go and um, cut off, cut them off at the pass. Um, and, if, and if we could both go, that'd be great, and cut them off at the pass and, you know, narrow their path of escape and trap them in that room. Okay. Um, well, so step one would be barring the door. Could you roll me a athletics check, both of you? Because it is a strength-based issue. I got a I got a fifteen with a plus four in strength, so I'd be nineteen. Nineteen, good. Uh, I got a thirteen and strength four, so seventeen. Okay. Uh, so, Cornelius, you you run up to the door, and you slam it closed and clamp behind you uh, grabs, uh, you know, a, a piece of metal that is laying around on this roof because the building still is under construction after all. Uh, and you slide it through uh, the necessary parts that need to lock the door. So you have successfully barred them from getting to you. Um, now again, there is no other exit other than checking the pump room, and you don't know if there's anything in there or not. Um, do you want to check the pump room, or do you want to go for that other stairwell that we that we know is in that in that other room? That other that other stairwell does not lead up to the roof. Okay, so there's so we'd have to check the pump room to see if that's where that stairwell leads. That, or you could try to rappel down the side of the building, like. American Ninja Warrior or something. <laughs> um, well, let's go for the easier option and let's um, examine the pump room. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So we go over to the pump room, as it famously says across the top, pump room. <laughs> this is where all the pumping gets done. Uh, <laughs> as we walk in, I'll, uh, I'll nudge uh cornelius and give a little sly wink and a, and a nod like hey pump room wait wait what time is it <laughs> uh it is now 7 30 in that world okay all right well we got an hour we got an hour and a half before i'm gonna do some actual pumping here so <laughs> and then i'll tell him I, i'll tell him uh, uh i covered for you once i will not cover for you again <laughs> Mrs. 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 Lonely, or Mrs. Clamp, or Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Cobb will be pumped. Either one. I'm, I'm not. I'm... Beggars can't be choosers. Precisely, sir. <laughs> okay. You go into this pump room. You look around, and there's um, a, a, a shaft at the other end. Uh, oh. A shaft in the pump room, you say? Yeah, right. a, shaft, a shaft with a ladder uh, that leads down, obviously, not up. Um, on the uh, pumps, you you see a calendar, Cornhole, um, with a topless dragonborn of the purple variety 
on it. <laughs> you you famously uh, tap it for good luck because mm. that's what corny would do. Well, it's turning world. into an episode of turning into an episode of horny corny, and it really that. is. Um, you also hear random chattering in the corner. Uh, would you like to go investigate? Yes, let's do that, sir. Great. You you hear chattering, but there's no no one there. You you know the terrorist guys are behind the doorway, but you do see a tiny stone. Um, and the noise seems to be coming from this tiny stone. Uh, and it sounds like the tiny stone uh, has <laughs> the authorities are making noise on the tiny stone. Uh, it, it seems like your boy, Patches, has somehow alerted the authorities to your peril. The authority? Yeah, the, the policia, if you will. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah. And they are planning on sending... Uh, A carriage over? Carri- carriages with, with red and blue lanterns that flash uh, over to the tower. Um. What what is your next move here? Well, I would like to pick up this stone okay. and test and see if we can also communicate with said policia and or patches. Okay. So what what do you say into the stone, Corny, to test it out? Can anybody read me? Can anybody receive this transmission? Well, fella, I don't know who's talking on the other end of this stone, but uh, I can't read. That's for damn sure. Uh, but who, who, who's, who is this? What, what am I hearing here? This is, this is uh, the great Cornelius. Okay. No, it is not the great Cornelius Cobb. It's not the great. This is not the great Cornelius Cobb. Code names, Corny. Code right. Names. Right. This, right. This, this right. is not. Right. This is not. Wink, wink. Cornelius Cobb. Yes. Uh, this we got to use code names in case someone else can see this stone besides. Yes. yes. Right. 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 Um, well, watch. if we're using code names, I'm Officer Donuts. <laughs> and then <laughs> Clamp hears that and uh, and uh, chuckles and says, uh, "Donuts make me go nuts." <laughs> Uh, so my uh, my name is uh, Go Nuts. How about that? Oh, donuts and Go Nuts. I couldn't have written a better story myself, fella. <laughs> uh, well, can I what... just can I just be can I just be these and we're just like these Go Nuts. <laughs> these Go Nuts. There we go. Donuts. These donuts and Go Nuts. Um, well, what? Uh, uh, why? Why do we need code names in the first place? I know it's a funny game, but like I don't understand. <laughs> We don't know who has eyes and ears out there. Go nuts. We don't have. No, we don't know who has eyes and ears. That's he. He's he, he's he's donuts, corny. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm okay, okay. 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 Guys, I'm really confused about who's donuts and go nuts. I'm so confused. I'm donuts. Wait, what the fuck? Oh no. Who am I talking to here? I don't understand. Well, like I said, we don't know who has eyes and ears out there friend and we don't even know if you're a friend or foe yet so let's just keep it code names till for now 
All right. Uh, cool. Uh, what What did you guys hear? Yeah, we're we're maybe not quote unquote going to the Nagaoni Tower. I don't know what you mean. Go nuts! You want to handle this one? I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of. Yeah, uh, let me talk to Go Nuts. He sounds a lot more fun than uh, whatever your D's. 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 Yeah. He's, he's, he's. Oh, I get it. D's. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. That's funny. That's funny. Uh, uh, there is a situation here in in the tower, and we need help. Oh, so it shouldn't just be me. No, we need the cavalry. Ah, the cavalry. All right, all right. Well, what's the situation? Uh, there are uh, multiple um, criminals, if you will. Uh, we overheard them wanting... Don't like um, criminals. Yes, no, we don't. Um, uh, overheard them talking about wanting money... That was in um, uh, in the tower, and uh, they have killed uh, at least one person, if not more. And uh, luckily for us, we uh, uh, have have knocked off a few of them. Um, well, let's just keep that between you, you and you and I. Uh, we, don't, right. we don't we don't need to let anybody else know. It's too much paperwork you're at. Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna yeah, pretend we, I didn't hear that. Yeah, we don't we we, we don't like paperwork. Um, so yeah, we need, we need the cavalry to come in and, uh, cause yeah, we, I don't know how many more we could take. All right. Well, you know what? Go nuts. <laughs> I like your name. First of all, do you like the cut of my jib? I do. I do. And, and second of all, I've been waiting to call officer bacon into this. That's going to be real funny. Like, <laughs> oh man. I can't wait. I'm I'm gonna get I'm gonna get off off this the the stone right now. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go get Officer Bacon. It's gonna be real funny. Uh, where are you uh, in the tower? Uh, high up. Let's just say that. I don't want to give you the exact uh, uh, level in case other people are listening or seeing this. So uh, let's uh, let's just say we're up we're up high. Oh, I, I see what you're doing, going nuts. Yeah, I see what yeah. you're doing. All right, all right. We're real high. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, and, uh, okay. And, and, and just to uh, be perfectly clear, there is no white powdery substance up here at all. So you don't have to worry about that. All right, man. It's kind of a weird thing to say, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> And the stone is now silent. Uh, <laughs> Officer Donuts is now no longer on the stone. What would we like to do, boys and girls? Boys and cornies. Um, I would like to... We just boarded the door. We sure. went into that the pump room. Found the shaft in the pump. <laughs> of course, as you would. Yeah. Did you double check? <laughs> did you double check the shaft, Corny? I did not. I did not. Did you uh, triple mouth, check? I don't know, man. I did not. I did not mouth pleasure the shaft. 
Oh, well, um, that's interesting. I didn't even I didn't even mouth pleasure the stone. That was all clamp, clamp mouth pleasure the stone. Damn right. Um, so, um, well, if you trust Officer Donut, it's only a matter of time before you get this uh, backup yeah. that you're hoping for. Officer Donut doesn't sound like the brightest lantern in the D and D universe. Um, I like so, what you're saying. Um, I'm going to try and take uh, matters into my own hands, as small as they may or may not be. Um, and I'm going to, I'm going to, I want to go and try and at least hold off those, those baddies from having free run of the complex. I want to at least get in their way a little bit until hopefully uh, Officer Donut shows up. Great. Let's get this encounter on, uh, on a roll. Clamp, you, you on board with that too? I am. I am. All right, buddy. So, uh, Cornelius, you're going to go unbar the door and, and and be ready for what's coming. What there's, it sounds no way like. I can, there's, there's no way I can get to that other stairwell from here. Nope. Unless you drop down the shaft with a rope or something, there's literally no way you can get to that other stairwell. You are on the roof. All right. Well, then I don't want to unbar the door because that still gives them that access to the other stairwell. So I will reluctantly ride down the shaft. Mm. Ooh, you're going to ride down the shaft. You're gonna, okay. mm. I mean, you do have rope. You do have rope. So uh, what, what, uh, Clamp, are you going with him? No, I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch him ride down the shaft. Uh, okay. <laughs> Real however, however, you get your, however you get your rocks off there, buddy. <laughs> all right um so cornelius goes sliding down the shaft um did you spit first of course uh, <laughs> no, what what a what a floor are you wanting to go down you you can go down to the conference room museum-ish room that you were already at that you killed people the hamster room the construction room or the hostagey uh waterfall room i want to go to the room that we um that those the where the main guy and his right hand man and the two other guys were at when we last left them, and I want to prevent them from getting down to the hostage area. Got it. You want to drop into basically like the you want to shimmy your way to the other stairwell and cut off the retreat. Correct. Okay. So Cornelius goes down the shaft. Um, it's not as easy going as he always hoped and dreamed. Um, and he ends up at the construction level. That is where the shaft spits him back out. Um, so you are officially on the 32nd floor, right above where the hostages are being held, and two floors, you think, below where the last you saw your enemies. Now, Clamp, what are we? What are we doing? Are you following? Are you staying on the roof? What are we doing? Uh, I'll follow. Okay, so you're both on level thirty-two, which is right above hostages and two below where you last saw the enemies. Okay. Now, knowing that there's no access from floor thirty-three, they can't be on floor thirty-three. They have to be either True. in floor. Hamsters have, in... have no entrance or exit. Yep. Correct. So they have to be on either floor 30 or 34 because they're not here on 34, 32 with us. Yeah, they are. They are not. They are not on the construction floor. Correct. 
So I vote that me and Clamp split up, but we do not engage wherever we find them. We, we create a little signal that if they're in 34, Clamp would come up to my floor, or if they're at 30, I would run down and meet up with Clamp there, and we would go from there. But um, I, I obviously don't want to be taking these guys on alone. Yes, I would agree. Party. Split in the party, okay. Uh, so who's going up and who's going down? I will go up. Uh, Clamp, you're going down. What is the signal? Um, Flaming hamsters out the side of the building? <laughs> uh, someone just yells, warning, warning. Warning, warning. <laughs> Classic. Corny wouldn't get it. No, he wouldn't. It's an office okay. joke, Corny. Uh, remain calm! <laughs> oh yeah no hey what? good office one nice uh, there you nice. go look at you or, or or what's the procedure what's the procedure <laughs> okay so corny's going up clamps going down yep okay corny i'm gonna deal with you first uh corny goes up the stairwell past our friends the hamsters up to the conference room where it is dead bodies and deserted. So now we're back down to Clamp. Clamp runs back down to... Uh, do, now, Clamp, do you want to go to the 31st floor of the balconies that kind of overlook that floor, or do you want to go to the 30th floor, which is ground level of the waterfall floor? Uh, let's go to 31st. Okay. So Clamp ends up on the 31st floor. Um it has the balconies. The, all the people in the offices have been emptied, and they're all down at the waterfall now, but um, there's a guard or two there. And you do see um, the leader of this terrorist organization, I guess, and his right-hand man down at the waterfall, and they're giving a lecture to all the prisoners about how they're never going to get out of here, and unless someone goes and empties the vault... They're all going to die. Now, Clamp, you know that all the enemies are now on the lobby floor. How would you like to get a hold of your compatriot here? Um, do I have anything in my... I, I, I have something on me, right? Like some. You have in, all your inventory, typically. Yeah. Whatever uh, is in your inventory, you, you have access. What Let is me in... pull up. I don't know if I have an updated version of my inventory. You don't have the fun stuff like ropes and yeah. uh, uh, torches um, and all that stuff. You are more of our... Ooh, I do have a cloak of protection. You do. But that Is adds it... to you. That's for your armor class. Oh, okay. Um, so let's pack gold. Yeah, I don't really have anything that I could toss up to... So unless you go out to the window and yell, warning, warning. Or you could go... I guess you could go back up and find Cornelius now that you know they're there. Yeah. Yeah. Screw it. Let's do that. Let's go back up to uh, Cornelius and tell him um, that that they're down there. Okay. I'm assuming, Cornelius, that you understand that as soon as you saw they're not there, you ran back downstairs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I joined Clan. Yeah. I figured you did. Okay. So now you are both on the balcony floor and or balcony above the waterfall 
the two that you killed upstairs have been replaced by a, a, the same two, if not more, on this floor. What is the plan of attack, fellas? Are we just diving in? It's time to dive in? I think so. Uh, I think so. I think it is. Okay. What's the, what's one of, or two of you get a surprise attack? Let's jump in. I mean, obviously we know what I'm going with. Who are we going for? Well, don't we need to roll to see who goes first? You have surprise, so you get to roll an attack first. With advantage. Uh, So two d20s. Two d20s? Yeah. Would help if I roll d20. 10 and... Ooh, 20. Got a kid. I got a a 10 and a 15, so 15. 15. Okay, who are we attacking? You want to go for the same guard and hopefully kill them in one shot each, or do you want to go split it up? Uh, let's go after one. Okay. Okay. Roll your... Because you both hit. Corny, you get double damage. I rolled an eight. Okay. Uh, D10, D10... Nine. Nine. Okay. So you hit this guard down on the waterfall level, I'm assuming. Um, And he drops, you know, proverbially to the one knee. But you alert the other people, so now I need you to roll initiative. So go ahead and roll a d20 for me. Thirteen. Okay. Fourteen. Fourteen and fourteen. Uh, you guys added your bonuses and stuff? Oh, oh no. Um, Natural. Initiative is a plus four, so that would be 17. I got one. So, so that would be a 15. 15. Yep. 15. Okay, I rolled a... Oof, those are bad. Okay, five and a two. Luckily for you, help is on the way. Um, you hear windows shatter on the other side of the room. Uh, and a dragon, a giant pink dragon, who you must assume is Officer Bacon. <laughs> yes. Uh, they have a little silly hat, and it's blue. And they come into the lobby through the window. And they are here to assist you in your <laughs> taking down of the leader that we are now attacking, correct? Yes. Okay. So... I will roll initiative. Oh, he gets to go first. Officer Bacon gets to go first. Okay. So he is going to do a fire attack. Come on, he's a dragon. Eighty-six. Okay. He rolls an 18, which hits and takes, woof, half of the HP from the leader already. Yes. All right. Corny, it is your your turn. All right. So I roll, and I rolled a 11. That does not hit. I didn't think so. So, JC, it is your turn. All right. I rolled a 10. 
Nice. <laughs> yep. Oh boy. Okay. So that misses as well. Um, he's going to take a crossbow and shoot it at Cornelius, which is a seventeen. I'm a, I'm an eighteen, but yes. Okay, so he misses. I'm gonna roll for his friend. Uh, JC a fourteen. I'm a misses. fifteen. So yeah. All right, so we're back to Officer Bacon, our yeah. good pal. Finish him off, Bacon. <laughs> yeah, rolls a nat 20. Ah, ah. There we go. Mm. And he opens his mouth right, <laughs> and absolutely puts Clamp's lightning bolt to shame with, ah. with fire and literally incinerates the right-hand man, and a couple of the guards that are right near the leader. Excellent. Excellent. So now we are just on to our leader, the last okay. guy to stop this heist, I guess. It is okay. Corny's turn. All right. Big bunny, big bunny. No whammies, no whammies, no whammies. Stop. Another 11, so I miss. So no, you miss. All right. <laughs> Uh, it's your turn. All right, my turn. I got a <laughs> natural 20, motherfucker. No, natural 20. <laughs> right, that is. Definitely, it's definitely JC's day. JC's day today. It is. All right, D10. And double damage. No, double damage. Good, because I got a four, so eight. A four, so eight damage. All right. Okay. Uh, he is not happy with Clamp. Butting into his um, <laughs> nefarious axe. showdown, yeah, showdown with yeah his nefarious axe with Officer Bacon as well. Uh, he rolls, oh, he rolls a seven. That does not do it. Yes, yes. We're back to our good pal, Officer Bacon. Finish him off. <laughs> he rolls another D twenty, like he rolls a nat twenty. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay. So, Officer Bacon opens his mouth yet again and looks over a clamp, gives him a little wink, yeah. and then my literally incinerates, <laughs> incinerates this dude to a crisp. Uh. <laughs> and... He Officer Bacon looks over and goes. He looks at a uh, at Clamp. Now that now that the hullabaloo has now stopped, and he goes, "Really? We're all, like fried hamsters? You thought that was gonna get it done? <laughs> of course, of course, ah! of course, bro. What do you expect?" <laughs> he just shakes his head and goes, "I'm out of here." Like no, <laughs> and he, he literally. Without speaking to Cornelius, because he doesn't feel like talking to Cornelius, just dips out, jumps right back out the window, and leaves. I don't blame him after that performance. (laughs) He's clearly insulted. Uh, um, Yeah, all that remains of our uh, terrorist friends are are burnt cloaks. Like, that's all we got left. Didn't even get a a chance to figure out who it was. Didn't even get a chance. 
Damn is it. There anything, is there anything nefarious you'd like to do with these burnt clumps, Clamp? Um, I mean, what what remains of them, Devin? Just clumps of... of yeah. Yeah. Clumps of burnt... Clumps of burnt cloak. Um, you do see a very distinct staff laying by by the leader's dead body. Well, I think we need that, to go... That seems, uh, to, that seems to trigger a memory... I think we need to go investigate the old, uh, the old, uh, what was it again, Devin's a spear yeah. staff. Yeah. We need, I think we need to go investigate that staff there, uh, Corny. You are, you are an expert at investigating staffs. Indeed. Indeed. Well, that's more shafts than staffs. <laughs> shafts and staffs. Yeah. You're the, you're the shaft expert, Corny. Now that's a gay D and D bar. If I've ever In, indeed. Shafts and staffs. <laughs> <laughs> um, Okay, can I get you both to roll an investigation check, please? It's intelligence. 14. 14. Uh, intelligence is 13. And I have a plus a, 2. I That's, have a plus 3. Right, so, 16. Okay. Um, Clamp, you, 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 you noticed this right away. That absent from this whole shit show that has been this encounter in the tower has been your good pal Pierre, but this staff is very clearly <laughs> his staff. Indeed it is. Um, and all that is left uh, is his sad little black bear cloak um, that was already black, but now it is charred with even yes. more black from yes. dragon fire. Um, and I mean, you guys saved the day like i mean you didn't really save the day the, no. the dragon well, i mean well okay okay i mean to be fair, to, to be fair Cor- jc's Cornelius did nothing next to as as much of I mean, nothing the, the, the next, as the next someone crossbow gets shot was pretty good yes no it was it was and that's where i'm i'm, I'm gonna kind of uh, go back and say next to nothing um <laughs> Um, but yes, I mean you were oh, okay. pretty pretty much dead weight to uh, Officer like Bacon. You. But, but Cornelius gets to kiss babies and go home to his family. Correct. Yeah, and, and, and Clamp gets to go get times, How many times did I carry us through the Nutria <laughs> and the Cougar and? Uh, Whoa! Hold on! Uh, hold on! Hold dog on! Man. Not, I need dying, not dying at the Capitol. Yeah. I, yeah. I, need to go, I need to go back and, and listen. I don't think you carried us through the Nutria. I think that was I was still going through, and it was the Cougar, and then the next journey where you were you were on fire. So, uh, so yeah. the so, casino. Okay, Courtney had I, a day in the casino. Yeah. Yeah. So I would like to. Everybody <laughs> has their cold days. Yes. I, it's not my fault. I rolled two 11s in a row. Two, Luckily, two, Officer two, Bacon showed up. Yeah, saved yeah, 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 yeah. Jesus Christ. I mean, yeah. I and like, I'm not memeing here just just because this like podcast was going long. I literally rolled back to back D20s. Yes. Yes. And literally incinerated the enemy immediately. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't it wouldn't be the first time that like we killed somebody we weren't supposed to pretty quickly so yeah, you get, when you, yeah that's a good point that is the thing on this podcast we yeah. like to obliterate enemies that are supposed to be really hard <laughs> and, then struggle, and then struggle and then struggle, with the struggle against <laughs> shitty little ones yeah yep. like those two fucking guards I'm like jesus christ yeah. guys like, seriously. <laughs> i would look forever oh god 
All right. Well, so you see, I, what's what's kind of the the uh, the epilogue? What, what what happens after this? Well, I would like to head down and give Mrs. Cobb a nice big hug and a kiss. And, and, I, um, and I and I will find uh, uh, the nearest the punch bowl. The nearest punch bowl and the most attractive. Please get the no, receptionist. Not the receptionist. <laughs> the most attractive woman closest to the punch bowl. <laughs> oh, nice. Yes. Got to deal with what you're given, I guess. It, indeed. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys um, take your your two chosen women home. We end up in the bed. Uh, whatever you want happens in your own theater of the mind. Mm. Your boys fall asleep. And... That is where we fade out of this episode. Yes. Oh, yes. Indeed. What a fantastic episode. That was, that was fun. That was. That was. I tried. Yeah. The, the boss fight, I was like, oh, well, that actually was kind of good that it ended really fast. But, yeah. you know, it is what it is. I thought it was, uh, I thought it was pretty good. No, yeah, I thought it was great. I I A, I enjoyed D&D and I missed it. I'm glad that we're going to be making a return to it here in the coming off season. And this is just kind of a prelude to that. So stick around, obviously, if you like uh, the quack talk slash cheers uh, crossover with D&D. Mm-hmm. I, I thoroughly enjoy these. So I'm excited to get back into the, um, I know this was a little uh, diehard crossover, but I'm excited to get back into the actual adventure. Yeah. We left off at a big, uh, like, we're about to embark on a, a quest. I'm gonna need to listen to the. Thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna need to re-listen to the last one um, on the Cheers stream because I am completely uh, forgotten where we've left off. Uh, I think we were in search of treasure. Corey. I think so too. That's right. We were in a search in, in a search of treasure. That's correct. I remember yeah. that now. And then we got. I believe we got ambushed in the desert. And I think there was only mm-hmm. one of our friends that survived the ambush. So he is our lone guide to treasure. Well, we'll have to protect him. Theoretically. <laughs> we could also murder him in cold blood. I mean, <laughs> it's D&D, brother. We have no it's idea. It Did I past... expect flaming hamsters to be flown out the window? No, but I had to roll with it. <laughs> it I mean, it, you probably should see that one lit- coming. Literally roll with it. Yeah, that was, I mean, that's an all-time moment. Flaming hamsters. I mean, I can't. Okay, so I, I propose that like we've done with Quack Talks, and we have an uh, anniversary, uh, uh, what would you call it, an episode where we bring all the greatest clips throughout the year of Quack Talks, is that we do the same thing with the D&D episodes. Oh, our D&D after, moments. After a full year from whenever we first launched the D&D episode, a year from then, we release a... Uh, D&D special of the best D&D moments. I can do that. I mean, yeah. I can do that. I try, I try to bring back funny moments within the story as well. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. it'll be pretty easy to find, hopefully. Yeah. And rolling with real dice is way more fun than rolling virtual dice. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank- I need to get some fucking real dice. Yeah, man. DieHardDice.com. Indeed. Not, not a sponsor. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's wrap this episode up. Uh, All right. Devin. Well, th- uh, thanks, guys, for coming to the Dice Hard 
um, D&D special for Cheers to Pop Culture. As always, cheers. 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 Here's to swimming with bow-legged women.